and press record, Stephen. Q1 go. And and laugh, Stephen. Q2. Q was ready five minutes before the start. Three twenty-five. I was here, and I can prove it when you see the recording of this. What time it started? God knows where you were. God and I know exactly where he was, getting ready to push buttons, my buttons. Welcome to Nothing to See Here with Darren and Stephen, a conversation between two quite brilliant minds, relentless. And start doing podcast, Stephen. Q2, go. So Darren is so embarrassed by the fact that he went off on the wrong Zoom link and then accused me of being late when I was five minutes early on the correct Zoom link that he's now playing silly buggers. Q4, Stephen. Pretending he's a deputy stage manager. Unfortunately, Darren doesn't even know what a deputy stage manager is because one of their most important things they do is to run a tech uh, rehearsal, but Darren doesn't know what tech rehearsals are because he never lets me have one. So he's pretending to be someone that he has no idea what they do. Sorry, my cans are a bit fuzzy. Hang on a second. Yeah. So for those of us who don't work in the theatre, cans is another word for... <laughs> I can't believe you meant those. What are you laughing at? And, and they Stephen, are... Sorry, Stephen, sorry. Q5, explain what you're <laughs> laughing at. And go, Stephen. You, you see... A fundamental part of being a deputy stage manager is is not just wearing the cams, the uh, headphones. They're the communicating headphones, sometimes known as comms, that are used in the theatre for the deputy, generally the deputy stage manager and the stage manager to be communicating with other members of staff. Darren thinks that by making one of these out of what looks like a can of tuna, a bicycle helmet uh, and a, possibly a toothbrush, it's a glass straw. A glass straw. A glass straw, very sophisticated. Glass straws are sort of things I have in Muswell Hill. Yeah, well, I, I stole it last time I was at your house. Okay. It's funny because we haven't got any. No, that's because I stole them. <laughs> so Darren is now pretending to be a deputy stage manager, and the proof in the pudding is that one of the most important things a deputy stage manager does is they put people on standby before the queues. So it would be standby podcast Q1. Podcast Q1, go. Difficult to put people on standby, isn't it, if they're late and they no. send you the details that you need, like the link. Stephen, what number podcast is this? 20. I would have to, yeah, I would I like no to. no idea what number podcast It's is. 20. You've just fluked that. Absolutely have not. It's number 20. It's our 20th. That's a beautiful fluke. Well done. It's not a fluke. I know what number podcasts we're on. We're on 20. When have you ever known what number podcasts we're on? I know what we're on every week. I may not know what was said in what particular one, but I always know what number we're on. That's not true. (laughs) That's absolutely true. I refer you to many previous podcasts where I've asked you what number podcasts you're on. No, you've never asked me. You know, no, we've had discussions about what was said when, and I have not had a clue when they were said, but I've always known the number of the podcast. I am not backing down on this one. Oh, oh, he's turned up in a feisty (laughs) mood today. Oh, he's up for a fight. It's like the gloves are on. He's all like, come on. So I think the glass straw, which is basically... 
I have to say it's a very good Blue Peter type construction of, yeah, sort of gaffer tape, tin can, what is it, a glass drawer. I've never seen a glass drawer before. It looks like something your doctor would examine you with. I was just demonstrating, sorry, for the audio description that Stephen never does. I was just demonstrating the glass straw. Do you honestly think that our inter- audience is so stupid? They need an audio guidance on what a glass straw looks like. I think it's quite condescending and patronising of you and a little bit <laughs> censoring that uh, you decide what you describe and what you don't describe. I think anyway. we're, right back, we're right back to the censorship episode. I think we're just carrying on from last week where you continue to not let it lie that I made a mistake and destroyed your company. Uh, you're now carrying on this week by supposedly showing me what how I should have done my job by turning up dressed up as a deputy stage manager. No, I thought I'd give you an instruction for every moment of the podcast, <laughs> but cycling helmet's really uncomfortable because I think I bought a size too small because I didn't realise how big my head was. Well, you bought the cycling helmet especially to make up this outfit. I've got a folding bike that I bought so that I could cycle in so that I didn't have to use uh, public transport during pandemic. How so am I, I supposed to know that? Well, if you cared, you'd ask questions about my life, but you don't. It's all about you and your problems and what's going on for you. Actually, I've yeah, had a really think... difficult week. So why was your week difficult, Darren, seeing you managed to shove that in first? I know it's bad theatre etiquette, but I'm figuring there aren't any more cues. This is dangerous territory, right? Can I take my cans off? Because I know that this is going to last for a length of time and I don't have any more cues. Is that allowed? Yeah, just take it off. You see, for somebody who... I'm claims to work in the theatre. I've got absolutely no idea how theatre works. Just take it off. Thanks. I'm going to put the... Obviously, we need to wrap up the podcast later, so I'll put them back on later. Yeah, it's not going back, is it? Yeah, it is. Look, the thing is about shaving your head, what I've discovered, which I already sort of knew, is that no matter how well you shave your head, no matter how closely you shave it, it grows back at different lengths. Yeah, I'm having a flashback. To what? I just feel a deja vu or something. I'm not sure. Have I told you this already? When have I told the, you this already? Well, the, the listeners haven't heard, have they? So carry on. I don't mind being bored, but the, the listeners won't be bored. I refer you to my previous question. When have I told you this already? This might come up later in the podcast. <laughs> oh, I always like it when you say that because it means you've done a little bit of planning and you think you've got a really good bit of art and then it's generally a bit shit. So you bring like a silent goat to the podcast thinking that they're going to make some noise. Episode seven. Nope. It was episode seven or episode eight. I'm pretty sure it was episode seven. Six. No, that was the sex episode. Five. Three was feedback. Four uh, Four was late. And I think five might have been... Sex. Sure, it was six. <laughs> uh so I think we are at the point, to refer you to a previous episode, where we don't even need to work out our bet. I think next week you have to come to the podcast naked. No, I went back and uh, listened through and Brendan got mentioned every single one except the one where we had the discussion. And you didn't, you mentioned him last week, but you didn't do the the jingle. This is becoming a very self-referenced episode. But are you pretending that you went back? and? Yeah, I absolutely did. As you well know, because I was texting you about it. You went back and listened to see what episodes we'd put the Beds of Devon advert in. And it was all of them. You're claiming it's all of them. Until the one where I said, why haven't you done Brendan? And then you said, well, we don't do Brendan every week. And that's when we got to the argument. Don't shake your head. 
I'm shaking my head because I know you're wrong, but I don't, my life is too short to, so your numbers are all over the place. You're making things up. You can't stand on flat surfaces. All over the place. Your arguments are incoherent. You're just doing contradiction. You're posited with a very profound argument. You're, now you're doing tip-tap, tip-tap. Yeah, tip-tap. because you're just annoying me about the numbers now. But we've had complaints about this. You even read them out. I'll edit the tip-tap, tip-tap, tap-tap-tap-tapping out. You're just annoying me now. Such a censor. I'm not a censor. Look, without my so-called censorship, you would be at least 50% less funny than you are. That would still make me 150% funnier than you are. Could you just, you know, when you move a fi- um, file accidentally, probably stick it in the recycle bin, my Audacity files completely disappeared. I don't know that, but I would imagine that sounds like the sort of thing that you do when you're kind of technically stage managing a show. I'm just putting the cans back on because there seems to be a problem, which is the problem with taking the cans off during a show, because obviously if something goes wrong, you're not listening. So I was in the pub next door getting a little bit tiddly, uh, like any good quality stage manager. Uh, what have I missed? There it is. Ah, I've moved it into a... Do you never do that? Do you never just accidentally your mouse, a mouse flips um, a file into another file on your desktop? Basically, I manage my life properly. No, seriously. Come... Seriously. I manage my life properly. You... Can't even stand up on flat surfaces. Sorry, I was. <laughs> it was just that all the podcasts are on it. Series Talk. one, episode six, sex, episode seven, goat. I was right, you were wrong. I sing the superior song. Friendship, feedback, illness, birthday, late, sex, goat. If there's one thing I know about these podcasts, is the fucking numbers of them because I have to bloody edit them every week. Would you like to say something? I'd like to say something. Well done, you were right, Stephen. Mm, That's not something (laughs) I'd like to say. Right, I'm stopped tip-tapping now. Have we missed a cue anywhere? Uh, Hang on. Uh, Darren, Stephen, over. (laughs) (laughs) Can I ask a question? Yeah. On your WhatsApp, Hang on, you didn't say, don't you have a protocol, like, on the cans? You can't just start talking. Isn't there a protocol? You can't just start talking. You have to, like... don't you have Off to cans. Roger? Don't you have to say Roger, Roger? Off cans. Are we talking off cans now? Yeah, when you take your cans off, you say off cans, so people know that you've taken your cans off. Off kids! Clearly, because in performance, you can't risk miscommunicating with people. Right. So, So you have to say... In live performance, which is why the damn cheek Zoom things are such a disaster, because no one, A, no one gets tech, and B, no one can therefore communicate properly I with each other. Like, I, I'm not having this in the second episode in a row, this little accusation which isn't based on any truth that you don't get a technical rehearsal. You admitted it yourself that I don't. No, I didn't. You said that was a very good solve. What is it that you're even talking about? I brought you the problem and I brought you the solution was to give me a tech rehearsal and you said that was a very good solve. I've got the email, so don't argue with me. You have a tech... Just just back down, Darren, just back down. Now, your WhatsApp. Yeah. It has a picture of a pilot, which could be you, I suppose, walking 
away from the camera in black and white towards, I think it's a biplane or a small plane. What's that all about? That's your little personal account WhatsApp picture. Can I just check, is this conversation on cams or off cams? I said off cams a long time ago. Okay, I'm just going to take the cans off then. Yeah, yeah you can't do it. You have to say off cams. Oh, okay. Off Keith. Can you just answer the question about the photo? The photo, I, I, uh, what was the question? Oh, I don't know. It was so long ago that I said it, and it was such you a long question. What the photo's about? Yes. I went skydiving last year. It's a photo from that. That's me skydiving. No, you're not skydiving. You're walking along the ground. That's not skydiving. Skydiving is when you jump out of an aeroplane, not when you're walking towards it. Stephen's just shown me a picture of me in my skydiving suit walking towards the plane, which I then did skydive from. You see, what that picture says to me is the lone hero. Does it? Yeah, walking out <laughs> towards God knows what. He may not come back. You alone, walking towards your destiny. Welcome to my life. Precisely. I've got it right, haven't I? Yeah, you've done very well. You've, I think you've interpreted my photo choice very well. I think that's possibly almost the, like, that's the closest you've been to interesting in 19 episodes. No, it's the 20th episode. No, I know it's the 20th episode. So I refer to my previous point, which is this the closest you've been to interesting in 19 episodes. Are you sure it's 19 then? Do you know what? I don't trust you in any way whatsoever, other than with my sister. She won't talk to me because you, uh, she just thinks that I am so horrified by what she'll sound like because of her accent from the part of country she's from. She won't let me hear her voice. That's nothing to do with what I've said. That was your prejudice in episode in episode two, where you were slagging everybody off from Norfolk, Suffolk, Essex. You like killed anybody that wasn't from up north, despite the fact that you you've suppressed and hidden your northern accent. Oh, talking of northern accents. Yeah. Hi, Deborah Von McFitty here from Von McFitty Stage School in Geisley. I just want to let you know that applications are now open for September 2021 for all our courses, including our diplomas in acting, musical theatre, stage design and stage management. And alongside our usual 16 to 19 entry level, we are excited this year we are also working in partnership with Age Concern. And with generous funding support from Health Up UK, we are able to offer short technical courses at heavily reduced rates for those mature students who might be looking to start out in the profession later in life or those still working that may be finding they are in need of some technical refreshment. Please visit vonmcfittystageschool.co.uk for more details and to order a free prospectus. Von McVitie Stage School, the North's other great angel. So, we've got another sponsor, which I'm really excited about. If we can be transparent, I'm all about transparency. Not quite the deal that we've got with, with Brendan and... Beds of Devon. ...who, of course, are our core sponsors. We're on a, we're on a episode by episode basis with the Von McFitty Stage School, but how lovely. Von McFitty. Yeah. Um, what do you get out of this relationship? What do I get out of this? <laughs> mm. Well, you know, you've got beds out of the last one. You're misremembering and misrepresenting. I got a duvet. 
I do hear that's right. So what do you get out of this one? And pillowcases. You've got two pillowcases. Yeah, I got pillowcases, duvets, and obviously we get our, their support and their love. That's what's important. I mean, obviously we get the money as well. So they're linked up with Age Concern. They got some funding apparently from uh, Age Concern. Well, there was a joint application to Health Up UK or whatever it is, uh, and they and they're providing reduced price courses for for older members of the community that that maybe want to engage in kind of technical theatre training. Uh, it's really, I think that's a really lovely thing because they're not only for beginners. Um, Deborah said it's for people that need a technical refreshment. So, do, I mean, do you know anyone that might be suitable for applying? I, I don't, but you no. know what? I mean, nobody comes immediately to mind. No, no. Um, of course maybe, they don't. No, they, they don't. No, absolutely not. Anyone? No, I can't think of anyone at all. No, no absolutely not. I mean, the fact is, uh, Deborah Von McFitty, Stage School, you know, they're, they're paying us for a slot. That's, that, that's fine. So basically, Deborah, huge fan of the show. She's been an avid listener for all 26 episodes. Um, she's followed us. She's a big fan. They've got their new. They've got their new cohort coming in in September. She gave me a call. Uh, she's a friend of a friend of a friend, so she got hold of my number. Uh, and she said, "Would you consider an advertising slot?" I said, "Yeah. These are our prices. These are our T's and C's." And she said, "Why would you say T's and C's and not terms and conditions?" Why would you say prices when I never see any money? That's a different question altogether. We didn't mm. have that question. Mm. She's like, because she's all a bit northern. So she's like, why would you say T's and C's and not just use proper mm. words? I was like, you make a very valid point. Mm. Uh, and she said, uh, all right, I like those T's and C's. And then I said, now you're using T's and C's. And she said, yeah, I'm being ironic. I said, I'm not really sure that that's irony. I think you're just saying something that I said that you just told me off for saying and she said, yeah, but I'm doing it ironically. I said, I still don't think you're really doing anything ironically. I think you're doing something knowingly, mm-hmm. which is entirely different. She said, I'm not liking your attitude. I said, exactly. I'm not sure the attitude problem is on my So side this goes on for said, two minutes and 40 seconds. I said, I my only way of dealing with this in the edit is to put on a voiceover. He said that I'm trampling over his, and I quote, fucking high art high high art unquote i said my voice there was a funnier if he thinks he spent three years training with the goal of producing performance art like this intended to be a massive thorn in my side then he can think again i was like listen sign the contract we need the money you need the exposure let's go for it hopefully Stephen will sign up for your course she said who's Stephen?" i said it doesn't matter how many years did you train did i train Mm. that monologue you know it should be up for awards really and I was wondering to get to that sort of standard how many years do you have to study talking of award winning we're very in sync today Relentless, senseless, relentless. A new documentary film written, produced and directed by Darren Cheek. Two men, one pandemic, one podcast, one idea. One lived in Muswell Hill, the other Forest Hill. One struggled to stand on flat surfaces, the other struggled with the flat surfaceness of the one. 
one had a living mate. The other made a living. How could this relationship not prove any less cataclysmically chaotic or any less toxically inauthentic than the current Tory government's very existence? Relentless, senseless, relentless. Starring Darren Cheek, nominated Best Newcomer in the 1998 Mad Streaming News Drama Awards. The film features familiar favourites such as Arnold Holy, Jesse Cronson, and rarely seen footage of the nothing to see here star voice artist cast. Alongside some heavily edited as brief as possible yet still unavoidable footage of Stephen Thompson. Relentless, senseless, relentless. A new documentary film written, produced and directed by Darren Cheek. Starring Darren Cheek. Coming to some low-tech, low-grade, free-uploading internet service soon. Once Stephen can find the right buttons. Did Maria Macarena record that? That wasn't Maria Macarena. That wasn't it. It sounded um, like her. And thank you for giving me such a prominent place in it. Not sure what you mean. Sounds like you've got a complaint. <laughs> <laughs> What's your complaint? There is no complaint. Right. <laughs> it's beautifully done. So how many years training? <laughs> Just putting the cans back on because Stephen's not doing very well. Uh, Roger, 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 Roger. Is there anybody Roger, Roger? Roger in the theatre? <laughs> Roger, Roger. Uh, Stephen, Roger, over and out. You keep asking the same thing. You keep saying the same thing. Come on, I just remind you, this is a podcast. You can't spend the time of the podcast just asking the same question or say, saying the same thing. Roger, Roger, over and out. Rainbow, umbrella, zebra. Uh, Kajagugu. The point I'm making is that it's just such comic brilliance. I'm just wondering how many years you have to train to be able to produce that. I'm really confused now. Is this conversation on cams or off cams? Because <laughs> neither of us said off cams. So what's happening right now? Cams? It's cans. Cans, as in tin cans. Tuna cans. You've gone really quiet. I can barely hear you. Hang on, I'm going to go back on cans because there seems to be a problem. Uh, Roger, Roger, Roger. Why is it Roger? That's quite gender specific and a bit sexist. I'm going to. Anything more irritating than working with you when I've got a problem? Roger, Mary. Roger, Mary. Roger, Mary. Uh, you don't seem to be. I think Stephen's at the pub. I think he's done that classic stage manager thing. It's like there wasn't very much to do, so he's run next door to the to the two brewers or whatever it is. Now he's taking his cans off. That's very unprofessional. Right, I'm having to listen to you through the laptop, and it is quite quiet for some reason, but it's fine. I can do it. Right. Now he's now he's shouting at me angrily. <laughs> Not shouting at you angrily. <laughs> really unprofessional. I can see why he doesn't get employed in the theatre anymore. <laughs> More more maybe, yeah, maybe I should go on a course. Yeah, well, luckily, Deborah, and as, and actually, what I didn't tell you was as part of the sponsorship deal, she'll she if there's anyone from from the company that wants to go on a course, she'll happily offer us a free place. I mean, she's asked me to come and do some masterclasses. You want to go on a course? You're really welcome to. So is that a masterclass in upsetting people? Let's do football. <laughs> Oh, 
I thought we'd reached a peak with the football section. I mean, you fucked it up last week. Your attitude, your tone, your arguments were nasty uh, and dysfunctional and toxic and mincy and traumatic. But uh, I thought we'd peaked with the profoundness of the football section in that week where we got all Marcus Rashford and pandemic But I think we've topped it today. How's Jesse? Jesse's good. You want to hear from Jesse? Yeah, we're better. Fancy sucking on something sour? Well, cut grapes in half and sprinkle with lemon juice and you've got your very own sour sweets. That's a very useful tip because although I don't like sour myself, I understand there must be people that are sour friendly and we are barraged with sweet things all the time and it must be very difficult to get hold of sour things if and so it's a very useful tip what i like about working with jesse is that took i'm gonna say five take at most uh and jesse's not a professional she's just a top tipper she's just somebody that's full of the knowledge uh and we've invited her into this space and she takes four or five takes at the most as opposed to the 77 that i took reading out the feedback last week yeah let's not go to any of the other episodes that would be episode 19. Well done. Well remembered. Was it 77 takes and you didn't want to do the 78th? No, it was 76, didn't want to do the 77th. Well, <laughs> see, I don't even know if you're just lying to annoy me now. Cause just because you've got a weird, weirdly abnormal memory, and I now know, don't know when it's genuine and when you're just winding me up. But we've had this conversation before. Yeah, I think what you're fine, what you're what you're describing is somebody that works professionally versus you. Yeah, hang on. Because I think this is a conversation that should be on cams. Just give me a second. Roger, Roger, Mary, Mary, Roger. Uh, I'm on the cams, back on the cams right now, keeping it real. Uh with Stephen Thompson, Darren Cheek on the cams. Uh what was the question? Absolutely no idea. Right. It's not a good use of cams, is it? Because Everyone has to listen to the the rubbish that you're talking on the cams. You know when you're doing a show badly, so when you've got a responsibility and you have to push buttons and you get it wrong, what are people like shouting in your ear? Is that what happens? Nobody shouts in anybody's ear. So what happens when you... So when you... Because I'm presuming the the way that you badly manage my shows, you probably badly manage the, the shows when you're in the real world. What happens? Do people go like, Roger, Roger, Mary, Mary, Stephen... You're making a mess of this. Can you stop making a mess of this? Can you get it right right now? What 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 happens? Should I come off off cams? Yeah, come off now. This feels a bit inappropriate. I do love tuna. Unless you've got a cue. Have we got a cue coming up? Sex fat cue. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, Stephen. Uh, so I have to. What do I have to say? Prepare for. So you want standby, as you well know. Standby. Q sixty seven. Sex fat. Do I have to tell you that it's you because you can't remember that it's your job? Go. I asked you a question. Go. I have to say go? Yeah. Okay. Yes. I have to say go. Is it go? Yeah. It's quite complicated, isn't it? It is. There's a lot to think about. I it's see. it's called multitasking. I see why you get confused. Yeah, very easy to make a mistake. I see. It must be tough, Stephen. Yeah. Do you know what? 
I've got a suggestion, but I'm going to leave it till after we've done the queue. Uh, but I want you to know, I've got a suggestion for you and the whole of theatre. Go. Sex fact, sex fact. Here's a sex fact. The Germans call contraceptive Schwanger Schasverhutungsmittel. Yeah, it didn't scan very well, did it? Bit disappointing. Do you know what? I don't think you should project your insecurities onto our artistic team. There's a big part in the documentary about that, by the way. So tell me how that scanned well. I don't, I'm not going to justify my artist's work. I, I, I don't need to do that. I think you should get less paid for that one. It's definitely one of the weaker sex facts. Although his German accent's very good, so maybe that compensates. The documentary's already been edited, but this bit's going into it. And obviously, uh, he's speaking German with a Scottish accent anyway, so that's actually, I think, very impressive. Can I come off the cans? Now? Yes, off cans. Should we do a review? Bum, 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 ooh, we're going to review you. Let's review how the podcast is going. So this is our 20th session. You came to the podcast for what reasons? Let's remind ourselves. Well, to improve my life, obviously. Okay, you came to this podcast to improve your life. How's that going so far, 20 sessions in? I came to this podcast because... I genuinely thought we were just going to pick a nice podcast together. However, it seems that you had different ideas. So you came to this podcast because you thought we were going to make a nice podcast together 20 sessions ago. How's that going for you? I had I I was I was destroyed of the any any idea of this being a nice podcast illusions. I was destroyed of all those illusions. Um in episode three, I think, was it the feedback episode? So what let's let's reflect right now. <laughs> What what changed for you uh, during or after episode three? Uh, the onslaught I got from you, systematic uh, destruction of my self confidence, my self esteem, uh, any self belief I had, uh, my personality, uh, any joy I had in existence of living life, uh, they were all destroyed. In episode three, you felt. A little bit like that, yeah. That, that things were a bit out of your control. That it had gone in a different direction to you thought it would. Things had got better, and you felt intimidated by that. Suddenly, the art was heightened, and and obviously you were out of your depth or out of your league, and yet you stayed with it. But basically, yeah. Episode three, it feels like was a a, a moment for you where where you stepped up and became a human being. Yeah, it's when I suppose what you're doing is the, the you're the sort of practitioner that just breaks somebody down, destroys them, and then starts building them up again in their own image. So I'm now being built up as a sort of Darren Cheek uh, robotic clone, which, which is actually what you do with all your friends, so-called friends, uh, which is why whenever you ask them to do a jingle, they just jump and do it. Hang on, I'm just putting... The cams back on. The cams. Just putting the cams back on. Hang on. Genuine promote or indulgent gloat. Tails. It's an indulgent gloat. Do not say a word, Stephen Thompson. I have an indulgent gloat. Shh. My indulgent gloat is this. You may remember way back in the pilot episode, avid listeners, that we were talking about the mystery plays that Damn Cheek Theatre Company are doing uh, in Heworth 
Um, that project's grown and changed and molded in lots of different directions since way back earlier in pandemic, way back on the pilot episode, uh, and is now uh, called Passion for the Planet. It's a huge, beautiful, community-centered, site-specific installation and happening. Tony Earnshaw is writing it. Um, it's happening in July 2021. It's a COVID-proof project, so it's definitely happening. Thanks to Well Newcastle Gateshead, thanks to West Hill, thanks to the Gladiator Trust, thanks to the Arts Council who also joined the party this week and Gateshead Local Community Fund who also joined the party this week. Thanks to all of those uh, funding organisations and also not forgetting of course uh, everybody, uh, many listeners included who have contributed so far to the marathon fundraising phase because yes I am running the marathon uh, later in the year whenever it happens. I think allegedly it's happening in October this year. I will be running it. Thank you to everybody that's contributed to that page so far. Justgiving.com damn cheek. Feel free to uh, visit that page and contribute if you like it's now becoming an indulgent advert anyway thank you so much to all of those organizations and thank you to everybody that's contributed to the marathon page so far because this beautiful community-centered project uh, is now almost fully funded we've got a few applications still in we're still fundraising but we're so almost at our target which is amazing because this project is going to leave such a beautiful impactful legacy on the area and for everybody that's involved and for everybody that sees it that Stephen Thompson is my indulgent glow do not say a word Shh. right uh roger roger mary 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 roger roger uh we're coming towards the end of the show so like at the end of the show why once you guys come back from the pub yeah you got like do you like i'd like to thank everyone for coming this evening yeah. as a stage management team you were really good yeah uh you press some buttons on time apart from you Stephen. Uh, you did your cues very well, apart from you, Stephen. Uh, yeah, well done, everyone. That happens, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I thought so. Uh, so I've got nothing else to say on cams other than um, I'll, I'll see you all tomorrow, I guess. Well done. Yeah, and, and that you'll be giving me notes. Oh, yeah. And Stephen, so nobody. So we've got a stage management team of six. Uh, you're all beautiful and brilliant. Stephen, you've got some notes. Uh, I'm going off cams now. Hang on, just to be clear in the context of the podcast, I'm off cams now. So if you want to if you want to um, say anything private, nobody else can hear us. It's fine. And I've got drilling to do and a drill. Can you make me co-host? No. <laughs> Why? I don't know. If I knew the answer, I'd solve it. So in order to edit that, which I'm not allowed to mention, I had to listen to it 63, although it felt like 64, times. And now my brain is quietly saying goodbye. That was Nothing to See Here with Darren and Stephen. The relentless episode. Thank you for listening. You can't make other people feel anything. Your choice to feel like a failure is a choice. If you were a client of mine, I'd try to talk you out of it by presenting you with the evidence that counteracted otherwise, 
So I'd present you with the realistic interpretation of your life that would enable you to feel like you're not a failure. But in this case, there isn't any evidence to counteract your own feeling or argument. Can you explain that in English? You're a failure. Thank you. So I have boiled egg and I have a bit of fresh spinach. That's my eating acting. Three years I changed for that. Shall I do it again? Do I go into Planet Organic Hollywood and pay like £865 for a, a pound of couscous? Or do I just have my latte flat white orange kumquat smoothie shoved up my arse? You see, the fact that you actually know what those things are suggests to me that you're deeply middle class. Because a person wouldn't know what couscous was and wouldn't know what a flat white latte kumquat orange was. You almost got there. You almost said it. <laughs> what was beautiful about that moment was I couldn't quite remember what I'd said and I wanted to say it again. And you almost did it. I love you for that. Welcome to this episode's bonus track. Not through any bitterness or anger, at the amount of time and energy spent working on this episode, there was a discussion between the editing department and Darren about the choice of music for the Relentless Senseless trailer. Obviously, one party got their own way. Here, for you listeners, is the choice of the editing department. For your pleasure. Thank you. Relentless, senseless, relentless. A new documentary film written, produced and directed by Darren Cheek. Two men, one pandemic, one podcast, one idea. One lived in Muswell Hill, the other Forest Hill. One struggled to stand on flat surfaces, the other struggled with the flat surfaceness of the one. One had a living made, the other made a living. How could this relationship not prove any less cataclysmically chaotic or any less toxically inauthentic than the current Tory government's very existence? Relentless, senseless, relentless, starring Darren Cheek, nominated Best Newcomer in the 1998 Mad Street News Drama Awards. The film features familiar favourites such as Arnold Holy, Jesse Cronson, and rarely seen footage of the nothing to see here star voice artist car. Alongside some heavily edited, as brief as possible, yet still unavoidable footage of Stephen Thompson. Relentless, senseless, relentless. A new documentary film written, produced and directed by Darren Cheek. Starring Darren Cheek. Coming to some low-tech, low-grade, free-uploading internet service soon. Once Stephen can find the right buttons. Uh, And then you end up living on your own for a long time with no friends.